I'm Cassandra Gomez. My jersey number is number two, and I play attacking mid. My name is Marisol Ortiz. My number is nine, and I play defensive mid. My name is Ashley. I am a outside defender, and my number, my jersey number is number four. My name is Mia Montel. My number jersey number is number ten, and I play attacking mid. All right, and that's great. Hey, um, a couple of things. We also want to know a little bit about you as well. Uh, also, we want to kind of get a perspective of you as the player. And we got to ask yourself, why are you here at Richland College? Um, okay, so I'm Cassandra. I believe that I came to play here just to see if I can handle. If I can't handle playing here, then I won't go on to the next level. So just to prepare me mentally and physically i'm here for a good time to hang out with friends make new people um and yeah it's it helps me get a better idea of meeting new people ashley <laughs> go ahead and tell me why you're here today okay i'm here because i want to continue my education obviously and have the opportunity to play at the college level which I've enjoyed for a while now, but we'll see if I'll continue to the next level. All right, Mia, talk to me. <laughs> I'm Mia. Um, obviously, I'm here to continue my education. Um, I also wanted to, to get the experience of playing college soccer. Hopefully, move on to the next level, but also to just meeting new people and playing, getting the opportunity to play. All right, well, that's great, that's great. Uh, these are things that we like to hear from our girls um, and also that they want to continue on finish their education and so forth as well. But uh, one of the topics that we did want to touch base with and discuss today and kind of give you, I want y'all to kind of give us a better breakdown and a brief insight on the demands of college soccer as a student athlete. All right. Um, I'll, I'll touch base with y'all one-on-one on that I'll pick and choose uh, what do you think uh, Cassie uh, one of the things that's off the field that you find uh, demanding for the college soccer player I feel like we have to be on our like studies and everything just be on top of our school it's a big thing like you're not just here to play soccer, obviously. You can't play soccer and then be failing your classes. Of course, of course. Um, Marisol, what do you think uh, as well may be one of the off-the-field things that's very demanding for the average college soccer player, student athlete? Uh, I mean, I only have to focus on school, but to be nice to people and stuff like that. All right. Yeah. Mia? Um, I think you're still representing your school as an individual, so you just got to make sure you're doing the right thing, um, have integrity and in respect, and just, um, just keeping up with yourself and just making sure you're not looking bad, not even for yourself, but your whole team and your school, everything. All right. Now, uh, one of the things, too, as well, uh, Ashley, I'm going to get to you in just a second, uh, that we wanted to look into as well is some of the things that's 
on the field that's very challenging that we put before y'all and that's very demanding. Um, one of the things that I specifically noted <laughs> uh, is basically fitness, of course. We're feeling that right now, aren't we all? I think all of y'all agree with me on that. But uh, another thing which uh, I find a little bit more important is some of your soccer IQ, all right? Now, the reason why I asked a lot of you, why are you here? All of you are here for various and special reasons because all of you got soccer IQ, which each person have their own individual takes of. You know, you bring a piece here, a piece here, a piece here to add up to the whole puzzle. And uh, I think that has a large play in that. Um, any one of y'all could comment on this, maybe Ashley, since she's been here a little bit longer. <laughs> um, what about the competitive spirit? Talk to me on that, Ash. Um, the competitive spirit, it's always, there's always competition for every single player for a position, which I believe really gives like the motivation to all the girls to push harder, play harder, um, do their best so they can have enough time to be on the field and when they obviously get like a little bit of time just to show them like show the other teammates and the coaches like I can do this I can do better I this is how I can play and I deserve to be on the field really oh great um Marisol won't you talk to me a little bit more about the mental pressure that I guess us coaches put on you <laughs> Well, you're going to have to try to keep a balance, not only like school stuff, soccer stuff, but also like your personal life. So mm -hmm. you have to keep a balance. Always try to check yourself. And I mean, if you need help, you have your teammates to count on you and stuff. So you always put them first. Okay. And they help you out. Well, Mia, um, what do you think about injuries? You don't think that plays in a full demand of college soccer? For sure, even playing like a, a higher level, it's going to be more fitness, more everything that you're going to do. So, of course, it's going to affect you. But I think a lot of it has to do with like mentality. Sometimes you're not always hurt or you're like, for instance, you guys say you're unfit. You just got to know. Amen. <laughs> you just got to know your body and know the difference from being unfit to being actually injured or something. That's a good point. <laughs> that That's come up quite often lately. Cassie, you want to comment on that as well? <laughs> um, I agree with that, honestly. I feel sometimes we are either, like, lazy and find excuses, and we tend to do that a lot, including myself. And I think we just need to push ourselves <laughs> a lot. You know, I try to do that now, especially because you're trying to fight for your spot, and it's you're either fit or you're not fit, you know? Right. Well, like I said, injuries have their play. Only if you make it an issue, it's an issue. And sometimes we can fight through a lot of these things. Um, pressure really is only what we let it. And, and, you know, pain is only what more we mentally put on it. So you got to keep that in mind as we, you know, continue and move on out through, you know, your soccer career and challenging and competing for spots. So I wanted to go back a little bit to some of these off-field demands that we have. And one thing that I thought, which is very important, it's funny you said this, because prior to this, I think, uh, Marisol, you mentioned this, time management. You want to put some input on that? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> today I was struggling <laughs> a little on my time management, but um, of course my teammates put me in check. They helped me out, and I, I like the environment that we have because, like, if one's slacking, I could depend on someone else that can help me and push me through to be a better version of myself. And I love that that environment that we have and stuff. Yeah. I think time management in the field of, you know, being a college athlete, it plays a very, very, very important role because y'all have so much burdens on your shoulders. I mean, not only do you, we expect you uh, from the coaching side to for y'all to perform and perform at a high level, but we also want you to be able to keep up with your studies and and stay on top of things as far as that outside. And one thing which we probably didn't really discuss, we still want you be productive young ladies at the end of the day, um, which means, you know, whatever outside burdens that y'all carry outside of the school, even when you go home, um, we still want you to be use the same time management production skills as well, you know. If you know you got a paper due, game the next day, uniform's dirty, you got to put some things in perspective. You know, you got to kind of organize your life and put it in accordance with what works best for you and your situation to where you can accomplish all the goals that you want in a, in a, in a timely manner, okay? Now, another point I did want to touch on, too, today, and uh, like I said, we, we're not going to discuss the whole world today, but that's for other sessions, <laughs> trust me. Um, a couple of the mediums and outlets for college success, um, and, and I speak of male and female athletes in this particular part. Uh, there's a lot of plays that go in place to help y'all get and achieve where you want to go and what you do and how that you can be successful at and I, and I I jotted down a couple of things which I thought might be important and I wanted to hear our guest view on these things as well. Anybody can jump in wherever they feel comfortable with that. On the academic side, uh, we have our academic advisors and they pretty much kind of get y'all guided in the right direction or should I say what they call it now? Uh, well, they used to be degree plans, but now they're called pathways um, to kind of get your academic side uh, in play and lined up in the direction it needs to be. Um, what do you think? The, we also have counselors now, which uh, I think well, I kind of incorporated that uh, this past year. Ashley, you want to chime in on that a little bit? Um, I think with the academic advisors, they really do help you on, they really do help like putting you on the right track for whenever you transfer to a bigger university to continue your studies and as well with the counselors especially if at home you can't talk to anybody about like what's been going on with you or you don't feel comfortable talking to like one of like the girls on the team or just any teammate you just want to talk to an adult who has a degree in what they do it just to kind of help you through and like kind of push you through like this whole college experience because it does tend to get a little stressful at times oh yeah now, me being a coach myself, uh, Marisol, what kind of pressures do you think us coaches put on you, considering we got three? <laughs> we got the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, <laughs> you know, we got the 
Kumbaya patch you on your back. <laughs> you got the dictator, and then you got the middle medium. And uh, I don't know which one you view me as, but you know, hey, that's, that's your personal opinion, whatever. But I know that we are a medium or outlet to some of y'all's college success, and we want to see what you feel and how that plays into your circumstance. Uh, well, obviously, it helps me with my future, not only like continue playing, but continue my education. And then from then on, just it's a, it's a pathway to being successful and stuff. All right. Mia. Um, it's your chance to take your shot at the coaches. No, <laughs> <just> <laughs> I mean, honestly, from being here, um, the coaches know what you're capable of. So they're always pushing you to do harder and stuff. It's not just because they're trying to be mean or anything like that. Um, they just want you to succeed. And having the resources they give to you, you should just take advantage of it. Just to be better as a person, you know, just... Like I said, you, they know what you're capable of, so they know you can do this. They know you can do that, so you, you just need to show it and just go now, from there. That's great. That's great. Like I said, y'all all making some valid points toward that, and I hope uh, a lot of the other student athletes in whatever sport they participate in can benefit from that and move forward as well. Now, one thing which I did include on this list as well, and some of y'all definitely will relate to this a little bit more, um, as medium or outlets to college success. Uh, Y'all good old friend that's on your phone called Google. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that sounds kind of stupid, but, I mean, you know, actually, I tell you what, if I had Google when I went to college, oh, life would have been so much easier. <laughs> I would have graduated so much earlier. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, y'all got access to all this uh, waves of information and technology um, Cassie, can you elaborate on the technology side? Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think it helps you get like a better studying habit. There's like certain apps where you can work on your time management, like Marisol said, and just like, or reading. If you don't want to read, you have now, nowadays you have an app where they read to you and stuff like that. So I think Great. it does help a lot. Um, I like that app. <laughs> I'm sure all y'all like that app. Ashley, you want to chime in on that? <laughs> um, I really think that with, like, the technology now, it really does. Like, sometimes, obviously, especially now with, like, this whole COVID thing, technology was really there for us at, during the time for, like, online schooling. And because of that, we were, like, just really learning or teaching ourselves. And sometimes we wouldn't understand any of the, like, content that the professors would put on, like, our for our classes so we had to go to like google or youtube to learn how to do this equation or like this type of like math or something so i really feel like it did help us but there's also like a downfall to it as well for sure what's that downfall um <laughs> cheating cheating, cheating. <laughs> yeah. it, i'm not gonna lie wow to you. they said that in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just feel that you can get carried away sometimes too like you're on technology and you you like get on the sidetrack and you forget you're studying or doing homework or looking for something so that's yeah. also like a down. I mean, sometimes like it's hard to teach yourself how to do certain things. And so we find it easier to like, you know, just a little, a little just help. a little look on how, <laughs> how it is. Shortly. A little shortcut. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> Y'all didn't, didn't hear it. <laughs> but with that being said, ladies, hey, 
media and social technology, I mean, uh, technological uh, devices, hey, they, they've, they've made our lives a plus and to a degree a minus. But like I said, at the end of the day, it depends on you, the individual, as to how you use it and how you view it. Um, now, there's one thing we didn't necessarily touch on because it's different in everybody's life. And I, and I do, um, me, I want to hear your aspect on this one. Um, parents, because believe it or not, your parents do have a large input and output as to your college success as well. Because see, here's the problem and, and what you have to think about. We only get you when you're here. You have to leave here and go home. And from there, you know, what you ingrain there is what you bring to us here. And that's what we have to deal with. You know, we being of the coaching staff. Where do you think the parents play their fold in this, Mia? Me, um, honestly, if you are able to have that, like, supportive parent and stuff, they always want you to succeed and just keep on having better for, for yourself because a lot of people come from different backgrounds and stuff, so some people weren't able to have that opportunity, and they just want to see you be right. successful. Um, are you a first-generation kid? I am. You're first-generation. How about you, Cass? I am. All right. What about Marisol? You first-generation? Yes. Oh. All right. Ash? Yeah, I am. Okay. We all got these first-gen babies. Great. <laughs> but one thing, and, you know, well, unfortunately, I'm not a first-gen. <laughs> about a second-gen, but that's okay. But with that being said, you know, we take for granted sometimes uh, a lot of things that you know our parents might do provide now maybe they weren't college educated maybe they didn't go to a school like you're going to now but one thing they did do they took the time out to put a roof over your head food in your mouth clothes on your back and gave you the opportunity and ability to be able to enjoy some of these things and further and better your education so let's not never take these little things for granted because like I said um, you know Sometimes we kind of get jaded and caught up in the middle of so much soccer and so much this and this and wants and these that we forget that, hey, mom, I should do appreciate it. Dad, I should do appreciate, you know, just giving me the chance, you know. Hey, keeping it, keeping them lights on so I could study or, hey, um, making sure that fridge was full because I was hungry when I got home <laughs> from practice, <laughs> you know. Ramen. You, you already know ramen noodles. <laughs> But you, you kind of understand where I'm going with that. And let's just always be humble and appreciative as to how we look at that. Because like I said, we only have you for a certain period of time. Eventually, you have to go back home. And, you know, like I said, you go back to your day-to-day -day activities. So let's just always keep that in mind as well. Uh, the last topic I kind of want to touch in on this evening, and we're going to dig a little deep into this. Um, and it ain't going to take that long at all. Um, you know, you've been, you know, the Richland women's college soccer team. Let's talk about the success and tradition of Richland. Now, I can say this because uh, I'm an alumni myself, which a lot of, <laughs> I'm not sure if you, all of you even knew. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a kind of a prodigy of the system. Went there, done that, went off, came back, and uh, yeah, I can kind of speak for it. Uh, Richmond College has always had a strong men's and women's soccer team, always. And 
the fact that you four are here representing it makes me proud, makes Richland proud, and you should feel proud yourself about being part of a strong tradition. I think one of you, if I'm correct, Cassie, <laughs> didn't your daddy have a part in this men's side as well? Um, yes, we have a family relative yeah. that was the goalie for Richland. There you go. Okay. Didn't he win him a national championship while he was here too? Yes. <laughs> see, see, hey, more bling bling. Hey, it Ring is what season. it is. There you go. Yes. There you go. Well, hey, one thing we do know about the school, which I'm sure has fascinated y'all and caught y'all's attention, we have multiple accolades you know, at the district, regional, and the national championship levels on the boys' and the girls' side. Not many colleges in the country, come to think about it, we probably the only ones that got a double impact like that. Um, and if there are, there's very limited that's done it double-double, that's done it back-to-back -back with the girls and the boys in the same year, and we've done it twice, all right? so. Know that you're part of something that's a lot bigger than you and that's way bigger than what you thought. Uh, the fact that we get world, I mean, con um, national recognition wherever we go is just unbelievable. Y'all be surprised when we go up to New York or when we're in California. People know who Richland are, especially the soccer teams, girls and the boys, okay? And also, not only to say that, like I said, you're one of the top-ranked programs in the country. So with that being said, coaches from all over pretty much come to pluck y'all players away. And I pride myself of that. Scott prides itself of that. Keenum prides itself of that. Raul and the rest of his crew as well. Uh, we, we feel that being a privilege. We get calls all the time and for our players. So understand and know that you're a part of something special and you always will be part of something special. Now, um, moving on to the soccer schedule, <laughs> let's get down to business. Um, we've, we, as we are right into the season, uh, about two games, um, yeah, let's, let, let's, let's kind of break it down a little bit. I know we had a game against Cisco, which I won 2-0. It, it was a good run. Um, you know, what's your thoughts? Anybody jump in? Um, I think we for sure could have done better, but also there's a lot of freshmen this year. So it's it's just like it was our second game, so we were we're still getting used to playing with each other and all of that. So maybe we didn't get the results we wanted, could have scored more goals, but you know, a dove is a dove at the end of the day. Hey, Marisol, what you feeling? Um No, I thought we did pretty good. It's just certain things we need to work on, need to do better. But I love the girls that we have. They're all um, very competitive. Every time we go out to practice, I'm always trying to compete and trying to do better than I did before. So, um, yeah, from here on out, we just got to show out and do our best. Now, y'all had a lovely, lovely exhibition against UTD, which I was very proud of. <laughs> you stepped up. You, you showed a little character and swagger about your game. <laughs> Ash and Mia, y'all want to comment on that one? <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie to you. We were talking about how all the girls were really, really tall compared oh, yeah. to us. <laughs> so we were a little we're scared. We're a short team. Yeah, so we were a little scared they were going to run us over. But I'm just, even though it was a tie, I'm really proud of how we managed to keep our ground and not let them score any goals. And we really just kind of didn't really take their height as a, like a threat. As a threat, yeah. We didn't really take it as a threat. We just really managed just to 
keep them in their place, really. <laughs> we really didn't manage to have any goals scored on, so which is really good. Yeah, how was you feeling? Um, yeah, honestly, what they said, it's the weird thing, too. I feel like a lot of teams that we play, we either play down to the level or up to their level. Um, even coming to the UTD game, you know, we were kind of scared just looking at them. <laughs> but I think it took us a while just to notice, like, what we're capable of and just keeping up with them and able to not let them put it in the back of the net. <laughs> great, great, great. Well, overall, like I said, as a coaching staff, we were rather pleased with those games. And, you know, um, there are things we have to work on, but that's that's with any team, you know. And we're going to keep working and keep working until the end of this season as we push it out. Now, we did hit a little bump in the road, on the road, up in a good old <laughs> Arkansas. I'm sure some of you remember that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I bet y'all kind of wish you can get that game back. But, For sure. You know, oh, yeah. it, it, it's okay. It happens. It's part of life. You deal with it. We fix the mistakes. We keep it moving. Um, anybody want to chime in on that one? <laughs> I think everyone learned a lot from that game. Oh, yeah. Personally, yeah, personally, I feel like I let's say I thought I did good, but there's always room for improvement. And that's just like with everyone, not just me. So I'm so mad that we didn't win, but whatever. <laughs> Anybody else want to chime in on that one? Um, we definitely, I feel like we like we're definitely lear learning from our mistakes. Like even yeah. though we should have won that game, and we all know it, we just wor we weren't working to our like top potential so just so we know because we played down to their level we weren't playing our level that the, the level that we played against utd so i think from that we should always know to never drop down to a, their level and just play the top level like the best level that we can play of course yeah the good part about it which we understand as coaches everybody has bumps in the road you're going to have good games. You're going to have bad games. Soccer is like a roller coaster. When you're up, you're up. When you're down, sometimes you're down. The question is, can you get back up? Um, nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. And that's just the part of the game you kind of have to accept. Like I said, it's one thing to make a mistake. It's another thing to know how to cover it up and recoup from it, okay? So, you know, it, we expect bigger and better things from you. Now, as you probably know, and I'm pretty sure as it's getting out there, we're kind of on a little pause for a minute, <laughs> um, you know, due to certain protocols of COVID so forth right now. And uh, we'll be hitting the ball running back once we get about September the 21st. So we should be all full throttle, everybody fully loaded and back in action. But meanwhile, we're doing some training and individual training on our own and out there doing what we can. Uh, we'll probably be meeting, Zoom calling, online, and so forth, and all the girls keeping in touch with each other. But like I said, we have big plans and big things in store for y'all, and we're hoping the rest of the season is going to be very productive. I want everybody to be, a, be mindful and watchful and looking forward to the next upcoming games that we have. Uh, we should be getting a schedule out. Now, understand this podcast show will be probably dropping every other week. And with different topics, uh, I guess kind of tales from the duck, uh, uh, tales from the pond. Yeah, uh, we'll call it duck tales from here on, <laughs> since we are thunder ducks, right? <laughs> right. You know, so it's only fitting we call them duck tales. 
But uh, with that being said, ladies, um, I sure do appreciate you as being guests today, taking time out of your evenings and coming on, chatting with me, showing showing your program some love and showing Richland some love. And and with that being said, till week after next, we're out. We're signing off. <laughs>